Welcome back to the Fearless Fostering Podcast. I am your host, Kathleen Burse, LCSW, and today we are going to be talking about how to share your story on social media if you are a foster or adoptive mama. Um, Just some helpful hints that I have learned along the way over many years of doing this, and I get a lot of questions about this, so I wanted to answer them in a podcast episode today. So you might find yourself wanting to share your experience as a foster or adoptive mom on social media someday, now or in the future, and whether it's to connect with other foster parents, raise awareness about fostering, or honestly just to simply document your personal growth, telling your story online can be a really powerful and meaningful endeavor. So in this episode, we're going to explore some valuable tips for foster mamas who are considering sharing their journey on social media. And additionally, I want to make sure that you check out my free checklist where I share all the tools I use to support foster mamas online. It is available in this episode description or at the link in my Instagram bio at fearless underscore fostering. Okay, number one is establish your why. So before you delve into the world of social media, just take a minute or two or maybe several to reflect on why you want to share your foster care journey. Is it to connect with other foster parents for support? Are you hoping to educate and raise awareness about the foster care system and the need for foster parents? Or maybe you simply want to document your experiences for personal growth and reflection. Clearly defining your purpose will guide your content creation and help you stay focused on your goals. Number two is protect privacy and confidentiality. This is so, so important. Foster care involves protecting the privacy and confidentiality of the children in your care. So before sharing any content on social media, familiarize yourself with the guidelines and regulations set by your county, state, or agency. Always prioritize the well-being of the kids by avoiding use of their real names, not sharing identifiable information, and refraining from posting images that could compromise their privacy. Some people, you know, block out their faces. Some people put a big heart over it. Um, You can do whatever as long as they're not recognizable in the pictures. That's just so, so, so important. I cannot stress that enough. And I think, too, uh, on the same point, someone just um, messaged or left a comment on a post the other day. And it was like, why would anyone share their story? That's like not their story to tell. And I was like, well, you can share your story. You're not, I, I'm not sharing my kid's story. I'm sharing my story, my story as a foster mom. And that's what I'm encouraging you to do today. So I want to make that quite clear. I'm not saying like, tell all your kids stuff. Definitely don't do that. I'm saying share your journey, the emotions that you feel, the process of foster care, how it looks for your family. And you can do that, and there's so many ways to do that without um, compromising the privacy or confidentiality of your kids. So just want to make that quite clear so I don't get any more of those comments. Um, And it's just really important to to make that, you know, perfectly clear. Um, And with that being said, I would say number three, create a separate foster care account. Consider creating a separate account specifically for your foster care journey because this really provides a dedicated space for sharing your experiences without mingling them with your personal life. So my fearless fostering account is not my personal Instagram account. I have a personal Instagram account and it's private. It's totally private. So yeah, that's just like, it's important to just really have clear boundaries around you know, your personal life and the foster care journey. I know that they're mixed in reality, but 
on social media for social media purposes, it's important to keep them separate. It really allows you to connect to with a community of foster parents and individuals who share similar interests and challenges. And the separation is honestly really helpful in managing those privacy concerns and just really maintaining a focused narrative when you post. Um, Number four, tell your story authentically. Authenticity really resonates with audiences on social media, but especially foster moms, foster parents. So share your experiences, both the highs and the lows, in an open and genuine manner. Foster mamas often find solace and support in knowing that others face similar challenges. Be real about the struggles that you encounter, the victories you celebrate, and the lessons that you learn along the way. Everyone's journey is so unique, and that's why it is so valuable and so important to have as many foster moms sharing as possible. And authentic storytelling fosters a sense of community and understanding among your followers. Number five is to educate and raise awareness. So people often ask me, I maybe would share my foster care journey, but I don't even know what to post. What would I post about? So we're going to talk about that a lot um, in this episode as well. But number one is educate and raise awareness. Use your platform to educate your audience about foster care and dispel common myths and misconceptions that people who don't know foster care really don't know. Share statistics, information about the foster care system, and your personal insights into the process. By raising awareness, you contribute to a better understanding of the challenges faced by foster families and help create a more supportive community, which, hello, I think we can all agree that we need more of. Number six, social media can connect you with other foster parents. It really provides a unique opportunity to do this. So seek out groups, hashtags, and accounts dedicated to foster care. Engage with the community by commenting on posts, share your own experiences, and offer support to fellow foster mamas. This is how people can really find you and start to connect with you right away. If they see a meaningful comment that you leave on someone else's post about foster care, sharing a snippet of your own experience, that immediately was like, oh my gosh, I wonder if I could follow them too. I want to know more about their story. Building these connections can be incredibly enriching and help you feel part of a larger network of individuals who understand the unique challenges of foster care. Okay, number seven is use visual storytelling. So incorporate visual elements into your storytelling, right? Social media, a lot of it these days for sure is visual. So share photos and videos that capture the essence of your foster care journey. Visual content is more engaging and can effectively convey emotions and experiences. So however you choose to do that is fine, be it on whatever platform you choose um, and just in pictures or videos, however you want to do it, even carousel posts, but just always still be mindful of the privacy considerations and ensure that any images that you share protect the identities and privacy of the kids in your care and also their biological families. I would say that too. Okay. Number eight, set boundaries. Social media can be consuming. It can be all consuming. So it's really crucial to set boundaries to protect your well-being and the well-being of your family. Establish a posting schedule that works for you and don't feel pressured to share every aspect of your life. Honestly, this is one of the things like I'm doing in 2024 a little differently. I'm just I'm just sharing less like on social media. I feel like there was a time when I felt like I had to post every single day or I was like letting people down or and like really that's just not the case. So I want to encourage you from the get-go if you're just getting started 
You can make a schedule that works for you, or you can just post when you feel like it. That's okay too. There's no right or wrong. And I feel like so many people out there with good intentions are telling people like, they have to post on a schedule. They have to do this or that. They have to do it this way, or you have to be on TikTok, or you have to do, you know, a podcast. No, you don't. <laughs> you can do any or none of those things. I'm not on TikTok and TikTok, TikTok and I never want to be on TikTok. Um, mostly because my 13 year old, I don't want him to be on TikTok. So he's like, well, then you can't be on it. I'm like, you're probably right. So I'm not on TikTok either. And it's fine. Everything's fine. Um, you don't have to do this a certain way. And it's really important to just set boundaries and keep, you know, certain details private and only share what feels comfortable and appropriate for you and your family. Every time you, you know, decide you're going to post something or share something really hold it up against that. You know, is this comfortable and appropriate for you and your family, be it a platform or something that you're going to share? All right. Number nine, educate your audience about foster care ethics. This is a really good opportunity. If you decide to start sharing to educate your followers about the ethical considerations of sharing foster care stories on social media. That's really why I'm doing this podcast episode today, because I do get questions about it. And it's so important we need to emphasize the importance of respecting the privacy of the kids and complying with our county or state or agency guidelines. And by providing this education, you're contributing to a culture of responsible storytelling within the foster care community. Um, there, there is, in that regard, a right way and a wrong way to do it. We have to protect the kids' privacy. We have to share our story only, not the details of our kids' story. Um, last but not least promote resources and give support. Okay. Share valuable resources, tips, and support services for fellow foster parents. Things that have helped you really are probably going to be the things that help other people. And your platform can become a hub of information, connecting others with helpful resources and creating a supportive space for discussion. And speaking of which, as I said before, I have a free checklist available for download where I share all the tools that I use to support foster mamas online every single day. And I'm going to link it up in the show description so you can go check it out right now as long as you're not driving. Um, It's there for you. It's also in the link in my Instagram bio at fearless underscore fostering. This checklist is a great resource for those who are looking to navigate the online space effectively, whether you want to create and share resources with your audience or not. Now, sharing your foster care journey on social media can be a fulfilling and impactful way to connect with others, raise awareness, and build a supportive community. By approaching it with authenticity, respect for privacy, and a clear purpose, you can create a positive and meaningful online presence. So remember to download my free checklist where I share all the tools I use to support foster mamas online, And I just want to say, may your social media journey be a source of inspiration, support, and connection as you continue to make a difference in the lives of the kids in your care.